Hello there, and welcome to episode two of the Canadian Military Heroes podcast. I am once again your host, Michael O'Reilly. Today I intend to bring you the story of the second Canadian to win the Victoria Cross in World War I, Company Sergeant Major Frederick William Hall. Like many who lived in Canada at the time, Frederick Hall was not natively born in Canada. He was born in Kilkenny, Ireland in 1885. He moved to England with his family and in 1901 joined the British Army. In 1913, he left the Army with the rank of Sergeant and left England and immigrated to Canada. When the war came, he was living in Winnipeg, Manitoba, where he enlisted in the 106th Regiment. Shortly afterwards, he transferred to the 8th Battalion, 90th Winnipeg Rifles. He did not immediately regain his rank of sergeant, but by the time he was deployed in Europe, he was once again a sergeant. Hall was deployed fairly close to our first VC winner, Fred Fisher, and he would win his award just a day later. After the casualties suffered the previous day due to the gas, the Allied armies attempted to provide their frontline soldiers with some basic means of protection. Boiling cauldrons of water were kept near the front, and soldiers were issued with cotton bandoliers which could be dipped in the water and held against their mouths. Chlorine gas is only fatal when it is strongly concentrated, and a wet rag was considered at the time to be good enough to literally water down the strength of the gas. At 3.30 in the morning of April 24th, the Germans unleashed a huge artillery barrage against the British and Canadian soldiers. At 4 a.m., sentries spotted Germans climbing out of their trenches. These Germans were wearing strange garb and were carrying hoses. These hoses soon began discharging more chlorine gas, which slowly drifted towards the Canadian front line, all while it was being bombarded by German artillery. The Canadians in the front line soon realized that they were under gas attack, and the 8th Battalion's Lieutenant Colonel Lipset requested artillery fire to help defend them from an impending attack. Canadian artillery fired into the German lines where attacking force had been gathering behind the gas cloud. This caused many casualties among the German soldiers. Because the gas attack was no longer an unknown and the soldiers now had some idea of how to defend against it, the chlorine gas attack on the 24th was not as successful as it had been the day prior against the French Algerians. The Canadians that were able to used their wet cotton masks when it was obviously a gas attack. Despite this foreknowledge, not all of the Canadians were able to recognize the gas attack in time or to equip themselves with wet cotton face masks quickly enough. The gas, when it was first released, looked like smoke. It was only as it got closer to the lines did it change color and the awful truth become apparent. Two companies of Canadian soldiers were almost completely wiped out by the combination of gas and soldiers attacking. Canadians were also poorly kitted out. They were equipped at the time with a Ross rifle, a gun which would gain a reputation for jamming too frequently and being extremely difficult to unjam. Lieutenant Colonel Lipset was forced to deploy his reserve troops to help seal the gap and stop the German advance. Sergeant Hall was among these reserve soldiers. While advancing to help reinforce the line, his lieutenant was shot and killed. Hall took command of the soldiers in his platoon and managed to get them into their places while under heavy attack, advancing 1,500 yards while exposed to enemy fire. After getting the men into position, Hall then decided to go back and try to recover some of the wounded. Hall twice went out and exposed himself to enemy fire and succeeded in bringing in two wounded soldiers one at a time. On the way back the second time, Hall heard a third man crying out for aid. This time he brought with him Corporal Payne and Private Rogerson. These two men were themselves both wounded in the attempt and all three made their way back to the relative safely of the front lines. Hall again attempted to aid this stranded and wounded soldier going alone in his next attempt. Hall succeeded in reaching the soldier and had managed to load the soldier onto his back. Hall looked up to see where he was going and was shot in the head, killing him instantly. Soon after, the wounded soldier was also fatally shot and killed. It was for this gallantry that Sergeant Frederick William Hall was awarded the Victoria Cross posthumously. Due in part to Hall's actions in leading his platoon after his lieutenant was killed, the Canadians were able to hold the line against the attacking Germans. Hall's body, however, was never recovered. His name is listed among those who fought and went missing in the Meningate Memorial in Ypres in Belgium. The Canadian government presented Hall's VC to his mother in Winnipeg the year after his death. 
Hall and two other VC winners resided on the same street in Winnipeg. In the history of the medal, this is the only time three winners of the award grew up on the same street. As a result, that street, once named Pine Street, was renamed Valor Road in 1925, and a memorial was erected. Hall's Victoria Cross was purchased by the Canadian War Museum, located in Ottawa, in 2012, where it is on permanent display. From the citation, On 24th April 1915, in the neighborhood of Ypres, when a wounded man, who was lying some 15 yards from the trench, called for help, Company Sergeant Major Hall endeavored to reach him in the face of a very heavy enfilade fire, which was being poured in by the enemy. The first attempt failed, and a non-commissioned officer and a private soldier who were attempting to give assistance were both wounded. Company Sergeant Major Hall then made a second most gallant attempt and was in the act of lifting up the wounded man to bring him in when he fell mortally wounded in the head. That will do it for this episode. I hope you will join me again next time when I cover another of Canada's finest.